Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Episode 44 of the Sexplanations podcast. I'm here with Zach Jarvis, a local comedian in my Missoula community. I have seen this person perform so many times, and it's amazing. He also just informed me that he was my student five years ago, so that's exciting. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Do you want to hear what your friends have to say about you? Because I asked them to. Oh, God. <laughs> Can... um, sure. They're just really lovely. Oh, one sure. sentence bios. One, one sentence things, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. He won the 2016 Montana Comedy Competition and is an alum of the Big Sky Comedy Festival. He's known as the nice guy of the Missoula comedy community. Kind of geeky and goofy, always willing to listen or lend a hand. His humor is really simple and all based in what it's like to live life as a human being. Zach Jarvis is known throughout the Northwest as a great storyteller and comedian. He also won many awards and medals through mo- throughout Montana. I wish they'd say that to my face. <laughs> they don't? They don't say that to my face. It's they usually, just roast you? They, yeah, they just want to, like, I'm, I'm going to be moving soon. And I did this before I moved a few years ago. And we did a roast where they're all really mean to me. Aww. And ever since then, they're like, hey, can we do another roast when you leave again? I'm like, I don't want to do that Aww. again. Can we just sit around and, like, have fun and enjoy each other's company? And they're like, no. <laughs> we don't really want to be mean to you again. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. What, what? Yeah. Well, now you know. They've said these lovely things about you behind your back. Yeah, all anonymously. Yeah. Uh, I mean. No, no. Don't tell, could, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Do you want to guess? I assume John Howard's one of them. Yes. He seems to like me well enough. Yeah. The, re- the rest of them, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Okay. Well, yes. I, I think everyone I know who knows you likes you. That's You're lovely. I, I feel like that's completely different. That's just my anxiety. Oh, okay. Every time somebody talks to me, I'm like, oh, they probably hate me. At the end of this, converse, at the end of this conversation, they're gonna be like, well, that guy's kind of weird. I liked him better when he had a fro. Everybody says that to me, actually. They're like, I liked you better when you had hair. And you I have like, hair. I, I know, but I had more of it. Like it was probably double the size of my head. And everyone's like, you should bring that back. That really helped your personality. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like I said, they roast me. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's a great community. <laughs> Do comedy. This is my my big pitch for comedy in Missoula. It'll plummet your self esteem. <laughs> if you want a lot of friends that say really mean things to you, keep your keep your ego in check. Yeah. Do Missoula comedy. I love Missoula comedy. You know. That oh yeah, I, I love it too. I show up as often as I can, and yeah. Oh. So good. Okay, so what's going to happen today? Because you've already listened to the episode about masturbation. Yes. We did an episode on Sexplanations, the YouTube channel, all about masturbation, where I kind of explained how to do that and whatnot. And then I sat down with Melanie and just talked to her openly about masturbation. But this episode is all of the questions I was asked as kind of a follow-up. Okay. The most frequently asked questions about masturbation. Okay. And I'm going to ask them of you. Oh, good. Because <laughs> that's Because I'm an like expert. Great idea. <laughs> yes. Um, before we do that, this week's episode is sponsored by Joanna and Donna Flint. You two are the bosses. And so this is a special shout out to you. Thank you for supporting us. These questions that I am going to ask Zach Jarvis are on your behalf. Ready? Ready. Would you please debunk the most common myths you've heard about masturbation? Most common myths I've heard about masturbation. Um, it doesn't make you go blind. That's true. I heard that a lot. You did? Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? I went I, I went to church and I would do I would do we would do Bible study and there was that moment where we're all in middle school so we all kept asking questions about 
like sex and masturbation. Oh, and good job. it was it was of this really old she's a sweet old woman, but she was way out of her league mm-hmm. to be asked these questions that weren't in the Bible, mm-hmm. so to speak. So she's like, Well, if you do that too much, you're gonna go blind. And we're like, What? And she's like, Let's move on. That was the last Whoa. Yeah. So I didn't masturbate for a while out of fear of losing sight. <laughs> uh, I'm still okay. I can still see. Um, you are wearing glasses. I am wearing glasses, but I've had those since I was five. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't masturbate before that. So that you know. Of. I think my eyesight's improved actually after mm-hmm. masturbation. Um, also, uh, I think there's a weird. There was a weird thing I had early on where I was worried it was cheating to masturbate when you're with somebody. Oh. It might be cheating. Uh, I I do not believe that. That is a, that is a myth. Uh, it's up to you and your uh, partner, obviously. Mm-hmm. I know some couples that uh, they just don't do it because if they want to do stuff like that, they'll just do it with each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't consider it cheating anymore, and I think it's it's a healthy part of life. And not doing it when you're in a relationship can be really frustrating. I, I want you like. to have your own sex ed channel. <laughs> I forgot that mentality. Yeah, I think I probably believe something similar. Well, it was during my, my first relationship was with a, a extremely religious girl, and I knew she was uncomfortable with it, so I didn't do it. But I was also a teenage boy, so like after a month, I'd, I'd give in and I'd masturbate. And every time after I masturbated, something really bad happened to our relationship. So Ooh. it felt like there was karma coming back at me. Like the first time I masturbated after we were dating, uh, we got in a really big fight. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't masturbate when I'm in a relationship. Like, bad things happen to those who masturbate in relationships. Uh, I've been another since then. I've masturbated, and it's been fine. We haven't fought every time I've masturbated. Yeah, so that's good. That's, so, that's also another myth debunked. You yeah. don't fight every time after you masturbate. <laughs> I guess I don't know a lot of myths about masturbation. I mean, I think that the blindness one is usually what people are referring yeah. to or insanity um, or death. <laughs> hairy palms. Oh, hairy palms. No, that is absolutely not true. I'm very hairless on my arms and yeah. hands. See? Um, let's see. What else did I, at the time I said um, that sex replaces masturbation? Kind of that idea that you had where it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't have to masturbate, which isn't true. Um, myth number two that I listed, if I masturbate, I'm going to pee, which refers more to, I think, um, people who are assigned female at birth, that sensation of wanting to have a female ejaculation or squirt, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they think that it's going to be urine. Oh, I mean, that's never happened. That's never happened to me. There have been times where I've been masturbating and I really had to pee. And I was wondering if like the streams are going to get crossed at one point and I'm just going to pee my pants. I haven't done it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, I try not to masturbate. Like, if I have to, if I'm masturbating when I really have to pee, it means I really need to masturbate. Like, usually, if I have to pee, I'll go pee, yeah. and then I'll come back to it. But if I'm doing it when I really have to pee, uh, it means that the desire to masturbate is that much more than how much I need to pee. But I've never peed myself <laughs> while I masturbated. I this is great. This. I'm doing so well. <laughs> you are. <laughs> well, I have a friend I just spoke with who said. That for him, so he doesn't have um, any intercourse outlets and he doesn't masturbate. And so for him with wet dreams, I was saying, what is that experience like as an adult man who's been doing this for a decade or two decades almost? Um, And he was saying that a lot of his, the dreaming part of the wet dream or 
when he gets up and has that release that it's because he's been thinking about urination or because he desires to urinate, but it comes out not urine. Oh, wow. I know, right? That's interesting. It's all connected for you with penises. <laughs> okay, next. Is it safe to use toys that are not traditionally used for sexual pleasure? Uh, I don't know if I can. I don't really use toys for my masturbation. No, Just, no strokers or sleeves? No. Do you know what I mean by that? I do. Uh, but not. I just use my hands. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> I love these moments. Oh, yeah. So this is like before I really knew what masturbation was, but my body was like ready to masturbate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom had one of those, um, those back rubbers that you'd put on your back and they have like the two balls that kind of rotate like this. And okay, they're supposed so- to use to massage your back. It's it moves manually. It doesn't have batteries. No, it, ha- it has batteries. Oh, it has. So batteries. It, you turn it on, and you can turn heat on, and it like vibrates and everything. Oh, okay. And when I'd get uh, boners, I would put that on my boner, and that was like a toy. Yeah, that uh, but totally I felt is. really bad about it because then I'd come home and my mom's using it on her back, and I was like, I went to town on that thing <laughs> like earlier today, but I hope you're comfortable. Uh, I guess that's a toy I've used. Yeah. Uh, and it was totally fine. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I haven't used it for, I mean, I, I don't live at home anymore. I didn't buy one just <laughs> just so I could uh, relive the old days. But, uh, but yeah, that was, t- that was totally fine. I think toys are, toys are totally acceptable. I Maybe I need a- to bring a box of vibrators <laughs> <laughs> so I can give one to each one of the podcast guests. Here's, yeah, here's your gift your for coming on the show. Your complimentary vibrator. <laughs> you can use it on your back if you have to. Yep, yep. It's it's good for anywhere on your body. So you just let that go? I mean, yeah, because like, I, then I figured out what masturbation was, and I was like, oh, this is what I really want to do the whole time. Is my hand. Yeah, was was actually like, 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 like stroking and all that, and it was just like I didn't know what to do yet. But that the, vib- uh. the, the vibrating back massager was a nice bridge between me not knowing what <laughs> masturbation was and me discovering what masturbation was. How did you dis- make the discovery then? Uh, it was, uh, my dad was on a softball team. And so when they would play uh, softball, it'd just be me and a bunch of kids hanging out. But there was only one other kid that was my age. But I really, I really didn't like the kid, but he's the only one my age. So okay. I spent time with him. And then he was like, oh man, I masturbated like four times last night. And I didn't know what it was, but I also wasn't going to tell him I didn't know what it was. So I was like, oh yeah. And then through him telling me more and more about how he's masturbated, like Eight Mile came out at the time, and there's a sex scene with Eminem and Brittany Snow in that movie, or not, not Brittany Snow, Brittany Murphy. Uh, anyways, he's like, I watched it all the time, and I was like, I've seen that movie, and I remember getting a, my my penis was getting hard, uh, and then I was like, oh okay. So then I went home and I and I masturbated to that scene, and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done, <laughs> because my my dad was in the shower. And I was like, we gotta, we gotta hurry. So I, I started doing it. Who and was then, the we? <laughs> me and my penis. I always refer to him in this. I do a lot of bits about my penis, and I find myself just talking about it like another person. Um, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Throughout okay. the rest of this. <laughs> um, but I started doing it, and then my, I'd, I'd hear the water turn off. So I paused the movie, but then I, I have it paused on a sex scene, and my dad comes out. So I shut off the TV, and I'm just sitting there with a blanket over my lap. And my dad comes out to the kitchen, and he's like, oh, I forgot to grab something. And he uh, he had bought shampoo, and he goes back in, and he starts to take a shower again. And I'm just sitting there in terror, my hand still on my penis, but under the blanket, 
And I was like, I had no idea how I was going to get out of that situation. And my dad's like, well, I'm all done. And like sat down next to me because if he turned on the TV, the scene was still paused. So he's going to turn it on <laughs> and see what I was watching. Uh, so, but then I got it out of the way and then I took a shower and it was great. You got it out of the way. I got it way. out of the way. Well, cause the first one, I, I feel like it was, it was entirely unmemorable. Almost like the first time you do a, like a lot of things. Okay. Like the first time I had sex, I mean, I remember it, but it wasn't anything special. Uh-huh. It was the times after that where you kind of get more comfortable and more into the rhythm of it that it was like, okay, now I'm, now I'm enjoying this. Also getting past all any guilt and what I was taught in church was also another mountain to climb. But, uh, Goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I grew up That's in Great, a shame. I grew up in Great Falls, Montana. Like it was, it's, it's, it's very, I, my parents are very conservative. Uh, I, I grew up in church and stuff like that, so it was a lot of shame until I moved to Missoula. And I consider Missoula my incubation chamber for a healthy sex life. Oh. Uh, and just like a healthy lifestyle in general, being accepting and everything. I learned a lot of things here, some the hard way, but... Uh, <laughs> If I can go off one second. This is the perfect example of what it's like to grow up in Great Falls and then come to Missoula where it's very accepting and progressive. Um, I came, uh, Charlie's going to love this story. I came and I went to a Lambda meeting with my friend Ellen. Uh, one of the first days, uh, like clubs were meeting. And we went because we wanted, we wanted to support them, but they also had free food because you're a young college I kid. don't think everybody knows what Lambda, like oh, Lambda, Lambda Alliance is. Uh, Lambda Alliance is, uh, it's an alliance for... Um, LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, members and then allies to get together and uh, they do events on campus um, and uh, it was the first meeting I went to and the last one because of the story I'm about to tell because <laughs> I was uh, so embarrassed. So we sat down and you do that whole get to know yourself, get to know each other thing where you're yeah. like, oh, what's your name? What's your major? And then it was, what's your preferred gender pronoun? But I grew up in Great Falls and I'd never been asked that question. So I thought they were asking in a very roundabout way, do you prefer men or women? And I was going, okay. Well, in my head, I'm like, I prefer female pronouns. Like, that's just what I do. Uh... And I'm the, literally the last one in the circle. So the circle's going around, and um, everybody, if they, um, a lot of people are saying, I prefer male pronouns if they were male. Uh, females were saying, I prefer female pronouns. Um, some said they, and I just assumed that meant they were bisexual um this is a great story i didn't didn't know (laughs) and then it gets to my friend ellen who's sitting next to me and i'm like okay we're the only two straight people here that's incredible like i'm glad we're here to support (laughs) lambda and my friend ellen goes i am ellen and i prefer female pronouns and i thought she just like turned on me she was like i can't be the only straight person here and i was like (gasps) you know what i'm gonna be the one straight person at the lambda meeting so i was like hi i'm zach jarvis i'm a psychology major and i prefer female pronouns and everyone in the room looked at me like, you don't know what you're talking about anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so great. And I was – and the minute I did it, like, you could just feel the air get sucked out of the room because it, it was just so apparent that I don't. And yeah. they were like, uh – and the guy – the, the the person that was running it was like, um, okay, uh, let's keep going. Uh, now we'll break off into smaller groups and uh, discuss – uh, some things, and we broke off into a smaller group, and this girl t- took me aside, and um, she was very nice, and she's like, do you understand what gender, what, what we mean by that, your preferred pronoun? And I was like, I have no idea. Aww. And so she told me, and I was like, thank you. I'm mortified. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, and I was like talking her through my thought process, and she just went, oh, sweetheart. And that mm. was the last time I went to a Lambda meeting. Uh, I still support them, but I was like, I can't. 
I, I, I was just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, it's a beautiful story about learning and... But yeah, it was like I, I learned. I came to Missoula and I learned. I would never learn then Great Falls. Oh. Yeah, my my dad still uh, struggles with that. Like when I tell him the stories and stuff from here, and when I use they or uh, talk about non-binary, my dad's like, I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh well, they uh, they don't you they don't identify with male or female, so they are they. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I refer to one of my friends as they, I'm like, who are they with? I'm like, no, it's just it's they, Dad. My dad's like, oh. Okay. And yeah. it's just, just that Great Falls way of life out there. They just have to worry about when they're going to get the next Applebee's. That's the biggest worry they have out there. Well, I think it's really special that you could come here and be open to the new language that yeah. you were exposed to rather than digging your heels in and saying, this is how we do it in Great Falls. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with my hopes for <laughs> Applebee's. <laughs> Let's go to Applebee's, gang. Yeah, you adapted. Uh, You're awesome. Yeah, uh, it was. It, it's taken about eight years, but I'm I'm fully fully Missoulian. I would say, got oh, all the totally. got all the Great Falls out of me, <laughs> so to speak. Oh boy. Well, and and then how did you end up in human sexuality? Uh, I I took your class my junior year, uh, a year and a half after the Lambda meeting incident. Okay. And uh, my friend, uh, I think I might have been Ellen again was like, you need to take this class, it's great, and it's about sex. And I was like, oh, well, any class is about sex, that's going to be fun. So I went, and I feel like a lot of people went, like I went with some friends and were like, we're going to go to a class about sex, ha, ha, ha. And then we came out of the class, we're like, wow, we're actually, we're much more mature about sex now. It's not just like, hee, 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 sex time. Uh, but no, it, like that's how I ended up in there, and I learned a lot, and, and that was like my next progression step. And at that point, I was still a virgin, too. So I was learning a lot that was preparing me for when I would when I would lose my virginity. Oh. And it was it was it was good. It's probably it was best that it happened in that order. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Cuz in cuz in like we had sex ed in school, but it was more it was abstinence first and uh you would hear horror stories about uh, sexually transmitted diseases and how if you don't have sex, you'll never get a sexually transmitted disease. So just don't have sex or you'll get pregnant. And have a sexually transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I came to your class, and you're like, nope. <laughs> I can only imagine what I said back then. <laughs> Fun times. Good. Okay, you ready for another question? Oh, yeah. How do I encourage a woman close to me to explore herself sexually? She doesn't because of social stigma and the impressions about the effects of masturbation. Um, I feel like it's just... Uh, I mean, communication is important, and I feel like in in sex, it's communication with a partner, but in masturbation, it's communication almost with yourself, mm-hmm. being okay with yourself doing it. Because as I've said, there was a while where I was like feeling really weird about doing it, and I think it's it's just important to realize that it's a natural thing. Like your body, like wants to have that release. Uh, yeah. Uh, your your body just like it wants water and food. Your body enjoys masturbation every time I do it my body's like oh that was so much that was so great (laughs) and I'm so much less stressed now let's go to bed um and I feel like it's just getting past the stigma is the hard part and the only way you can really do that is through communication 
and through learning about and almost kind of getting that stigma out of your head, what you've been taught or what you've uh, come to believe yourself. And that can be difficult, and it's not going to be some, as simple as sitting down for one conversation and mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, let's go masturbate now. Yeah. Like it's going to be an ongoing process, I think. It's going to take some time to break through. But that's the, it's the important thing is just b- being able to talk about it because I think a lot of people don't like talking about masturbation or sex in general. So you think that this partner should hold or could hold space for the woman mm-hmm. to have the conversation about what the barriers are and the stigma and yeah. just open communication. Yeah. And kind of, maybe kind of discuss what is uh like what 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 is why why they why why she doesn't want to do it, I guess. What is holding her back? What makes her feel like she can't do it or doesn't want to do it? I How feel long like, did that take for you? For me, um, it took me about two years to kind of get okay with masturbation, but that was all me personally. I didn't have somebody that cared enough about me to talk to me about it. So it was just me kind of working through it myself in my uh, puberty-ridden teenage years, which is already horrible. But it was just getting to a point where I started to realize that all the things I was taught that were negative about masturbation weren't true. I hadn't gone blind. Mm-hmm. I uh, was feeling I was feeling better, like than the days I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just it just I slowly realized to myself I was like I think everybody else is just kind of full of shit. I think this is something I can do. And then I came here, and one of the first things I did when I moved here uh, on campus, they had a, a, a condom bingo night. Yeah. And I went there, and it was just all about, like, sex and masturbation. And this one girl that was running it was like, just like, who here loves masturbation? And everyone's like, yay! And I was like, that's the most open I've ever heard anybody be about wow. masturbation. And I think that's important. I to... kind of wish we were doing this podcast in Great Falls right now <laughs> with a live audience. Just everybody shifting uncomfortably in their seats, <laughs> whispering about when they're going to go to Applebee's after. No, they're all just going to start masturbating. <laughs> all, that so pent up, all that pent-up energy is just going to be really, oh, my God, I didn't realize we could do this. Ah, no. And then we're going to have to talk about how they can't, they maybe should wait. Yeah. Do it Do it in the privacy of your own home. Or maybe not. Privacy of our podcast live <laughs> audience. Permission. Yeah. Make sure everyone around you is okay with you masturbating. Yeah. Um, Keep fluids to yourself. Yes. Yes. That's important. Clean up after yourself. Pack it in, pack it out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think it's just, I feel like, especially, I mean, this isn't just a Great Falls, but a lot of America, we have a stigma against sex. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so supremely unhealthy. Yes. And that's why we have a lot of problems that we do. And I think um, being raised in it, as I was, it, it's hard to break out of it, especially if you're doing it on your own. Um, but if you have somebody as... Um, as the person asking this question that wants to talk to you about it and wants you to um, explore, I think that's so important. Mm -hmm. And I think it just kind of comes down to making them feel okay talking about it and realizing that you care about them. And because you care about them, you kind of want them to explore this side of them that they haven't before. Zach, you are so nice. Why do people want to roast you? I don't understand how that's even possible. Because I'm nice and then like, oh, he's nice. Let's just tear him down a little bit. Just a little bit. Let's see if he can be mean. I can uh, be mean. Can you? Uh, I try. At, I mean, at the roast, you have to do the whole the whole uh, giving back thing. Like the, 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 roast, the roastee, I guess, gets to go up and say mean things. And uh, I tried. 
So you're the headliner of yeah. your own roast. Yes. And you go up, and then you have to say mean things about the people. And some of them were really good, but some of the people I was like, like <laughs> John Howard after he got done. And when I, I went up, and for John, I was like, it's really nice to be uh, have another father figure be really mean to me again. Oh, no. <laughs> and that was pretty much what the audience responded. I was like, I wanted to laugh there. I thought that I was going to get a laugh. And John just yelled, too, too true or too honest. And I was like, okay. I won't be that. That was more mean to myself uh, than John Howard, though. Because John's a nice guy, too. They're all nice people. Yeah. I feel like a lot of of comedians think of themselves as assholes, but we're only assholes when we're on stage. When we're off stage, we're perfectly nice people. Yeah, you seem very nice. Try. Well, thank you. You can be mean if you need to. I mean, I know I can. Okay. Good. If I have to be. If you need to let it out or whatever, you do that. But it sounds is there an, like... Is there, is there another podcast called Being Mean that I can just go on and just be really mean to people? You could start one. Do you have a podcast? I know I, a lot of your friends do. I do not have a podcast. I've wanted to for a while, though. Maybe that's my podcast. Being Mean. Being Mean. I'll just invite my friends on. The nicest guy <laughs> is just going to sit you down. And I'm going to be really mean to you. try to be mean. For 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Sponsored Beans. by MeUndies. <laughs> exactly. Ready for another one? Yes. What do you tell people who have conflicts with masturbation and their religion? In your experience, is this a big problem among your clients? Hey, <laughs> I feel like I've answered this question already. You have, but you, if you have uh, any other additions, there, there, are, there are conflicts, and if if you if you are a religious person and religious religion is important to you, that's great. But I also feel like uh, it's also unhealthy to to not masturbate just because of religious purposes, especially when when I went to church and I asked about it, I, all I was told is, you'll go blind. Mm-hmm. I wasn't told it was a sin. I was told it was something I basically shouldn't do. It's not a sin. Yeah, exactly. But, they, but everybody's uncomfortable with it in church, uh, so they tell you not to. And I feel like it's just because they're uncomfortable with it. If they're uncomfortable with it, that's fine. That's their own battle. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to you personally, and if you feel like religion is blocking you from uh, masturbating, uh, don't. It's not, it's not a, it shouldn't be a block. That's not, it's not a sin. Uh, I've combed over the Bible a few times in my day, and I didn't find any point where anyone was like, and no masturbation. Well, let's move on to the next page. Uh, I think... It's just, it's so, it's such a good thing and people need to do it. And it's frustrating that people don't for multiple reasons that are really dumb. If you have a good personal reason to not do it, if you, if you don't enjoy it, uh, if you and your partner decide that you don't want to do it, that's fine. I'm okay with those reasons. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to stigma of religion or society, I'm not okay with it anymore because they're dumb and they shouldn't be reasons. <laughs> And it took me a while to get over it, and I'm here to help. You should get over it, too. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Preach. There you go. Do it. That's awesome. Have you—so in your skimming through or reading, deep reading of the Bible, mm-hmm. did you see the passage that talks about horse dick and—what uh, is it? The semen? Do you know what I'm referring I to? Think, yeah, I do. I think it's in, it's uh, in First Corinthians. Oh God, I couldn't tell you where it is, but I do remember that um, I was going through it with a, a an old roommate of mine because we're like we, we were we were the first time like we actually like read the Bible 
Like, I feel like when you go to church, like, you skim through and you get to the good mm-hmm. parts, but there's never that point in Bible study where you're like, let's get to the horse semen part of the Bible. Let's really <laughs> dissect that for a moment. And uh, when we came across that, we're like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> this is, I wish I had been taught this. Like, it was, it's so intense. It's very intense. I didn't know that that was there. <laughs> and I'm I, surprised it hasn't been edited out. Like, the amount of times that the Bible's kind of been revised, they just kind of leave the horse the horse part in. They're like, ah, people seem to like that. I think that that's their porn. <laughs> the it's like the, the Corinthians are the porn of the Bible. They just know. The dirty little secret. Yeah. They're like, ooh, this is here just for us. We're going to have them read things like Jeremiah 29, 11 and John three sixteen. We're not going to tell <laughs> yeah, them yeah. about the horse semen. Yeah, don't read John three seventeen. Just read John three sixteen. That's the good stuff. Three seventeen is <laughs> really gross. <laughs> we don't want to find it so bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, Ezekiel twenty-three twenty. Yeah, that sounds about right. I just went to my Twitter page because I had retweeted it from a a friend who is in he's in some sort of religious program at uh, Texas Christian, mm-hmm. and I just did Control F semen and it popped up. <laughs> it says she remembered her lover with the penis like a donkey and a flood of semen like a horse. <laughs> oh, the Bible. <laughs> what a tricky one you are. Ezekiel 23, 20. Yep, yep. That's... Some good reading. Bring it up to your next Bible study. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, that's a passion I really want to talk about. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Remembered her lover with a penis like a donkey and a flood of semen like a horse. The flood. The mm-hmm. flood of semen. Mm-hmm. That's almost the weirdo. Of a horse. So that means that she's also seen a horse ejaculate. This means she's seen a horse ejaculate, but you want to know the weirder thing? So the reason why we think that masturbation is a sin is because of Onan. But Onan's sin was that he didn't impregnate his brother's widow. He externally ejaculated. He withdrew. Okay. And that is the sin. Withdrawal is the sin. So she should not be able to see this person's semen because he should be coming inside of her. I got you now. So maybe <laughs> she just got super soaked or something and was able <laughs> to feel it. I don't know. Something's going on. Tricky things. Walking on water and stones into bread. What turns into bread? Blood into wine? Wine blood, into blood? His body is bread. Oh, yes. Yes. Bread. Body. That's B- right. Body bread. Body bread. And then blood wine. And then blood wine. Wait, water wine. Water turns into wine. <laughs> well, he turns water into no, wine, but his blood, blood, is, is the... blood is a wine. Yeah, when you go to church. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We just had Welch's grape juice. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I prefer that. It's delicious. It's delicious. I mean, I like wine, but I'll take Welch's grape juice any day of the week. Did you believe that it was blood? No. Okay, okay. Oh, God, no. Well, I don't... That's weird, though. That would have really I mean, bothered me. That's what me they if, want us to Because I, right? I, I, didn't, I didn't really think about it when I was a kid. It was just like, oh, I get to have juice today. <laughs> yep. Okay, juice everybody get in there. line for juice. <laughs> and the cute little cups <laughs> that just fit on your tongue so perfectly. All right, next question. What is one thing you want everyone to know about masturbation? Um, I, think, I think an important thing to know is... Um, well, masturbation for me, uh, it's, I, I kind of do, sometimes I do imagination just in my head and other times I have external stimuli like a movie or, or porn okay, okay. or whatever. And I think for me, it's it's kind of important to alternate. 
between the two. Oh. Uh, I feel like, because sometimes, like, I know I, I talk about this on stage. Like, sometimes you'll watch enough porn, you're like, oh, God, this stuff again. Like, <laughs> here we go again. All right. And you just kind of forget that, like, you can, like, you can not watch it and still enjoy yourself. And you can just live inside your head for a moment. And I think it's really fun to alternate between them. As a friend of mine says, it's, it's important to keep a healthy imagination as well. Yeah. And uh, so that's one thing I would say for all you people that masturbate only to porn. Try not doing it for a little while. <laughs> There's no pop-up ads with your imagination either. Yeah, or true. all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think that's important. And, I mean, no, I, I love porn, but I think it's sometimes nice to realize that I don't need it mm-hmm. as much as I think I do. Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes you're really in the mood and you're like, I don't need anything. But other times you, you keep, I, like I masturbate pretty much every night, mm-hmm. um, with a few exceptions, just to like it helps me go to sleep and everything. And sometimes I'm really in the mood, and other times I'm like, well, I really want to go to bed. <laughs> but um, or I'm just not quite in the mood yet, and and porn or or videos or pictures or whatever can help. But uh, on the nights that I'm really in the mood, I just let my my head do the work, and it's enjoyable either way. But uh, alternating, I think, is really fun and good. important. It's such a wholesome message. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wholesome. Really you, you are. <laughs> Zach Jarvis, wholesome. <laughs> is it okay to masturbate multiple times in one day? Yes, it is. Um, I, don't, I don't do it very often. Um, but, yeah, it's totally fine. Sometimes there's, you just have those days where you're like, oh, we're going to do it again. <laughs> it's Sunday. Um, I don't have work today. Um, yeah, that's totally fine. Is is there a stigma against masturbating more than once a day? I mean, the stigma that falls in with masturbation as a whole, yeah. Oh. Well, I think if you want to do it multiple times a day, you should. I think it's it can be fun. Uh I had I had I had someone uh high school that wanted to um compare how many times we did it in a day. And I was like, "Well, I've only done it I only done it like once or twice." And he's like, "All right, well, let's come back this weekend and we'll compare some numbers." <laughs> Whoa. And I was like, I was like um, okay. And he's like, we come back. And he's like, so how many times did you do it? I was like, three. I did it twice on Saturday and once on Sunday. He's like, oh, I did it like eight times. I was like, what? And he's like, I did it four times each day. I was like, I didn't even, I mean, I knew you could do it that much, but I didn't know you'd want to. And he's like, what else was I going to do? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's fun. You seem to really <laughs> enjoy it. Like, he said he had a great weekend. Like, eight times in one weekend. He had a really, I mean, he had a grin on his face the whole day. Um but yeah, I think it's totally fun to masturbate more than once a day. Twice, I'm fascinated three, four by times. how you attract so many people into your life that openly describe how they masturbate, how often. Well, that was uh, teenage boys. We that, this is a lot of what we talk about is really? masturbation and porn. Uh, well, this is a friend of mine um, who he was just he, he was just kind of really raunchy. He would just kind of say really raunchy things and stuff, and I think that was just kind of part of what. He was doing at that point. So when he would come over and like, how many times you masturbate? Let's compare numbers. That was just kind of his <laughs> shtick back then. Um, it's so weird. Like now he has a now he's like a dad and has three kids. And I'm wondering if he still talks like that because I haven't seen him <laughs> since high school. Does I wonder if he just compares numbers with his wife? Would your weekend count? <laughs> yeah. Or last week we talked about racing. Have you ever raced someone? I've never no. raced someone. I mean, it sounds like you competed, but separately. Yes, separately. And he schooled you. He did. He did school me. (laughs) That's okay. Maybe you were less chafed. All right. Ready? Yes. What long-term effects are there to constantly dry-dogging it Um, on the topic of chafing? 
masturbating without lubrication. I know. Uh, that's almost pretty much the only way I do it is without lubrication. Do you have foreskin? Uh, no, I do not. You don't have foreskin? Mm-mm. I mean, that's not the part I'm shocked about because <laughs> our country hasn't gotten it together yet. But you go without lubrication and without foreskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, sometimes I've used uh, lubrication and I enjoyed it. But um, I don't know. I, I, in, I also enjoy just dry dogging it, as they say. It's just what I did for like a long time and now I'm comfortable with that. And it's fine. Sometimes when I do a lubrication, I really enjoy it. And other times I'm like, my penis is like, this is kind of weird. There you go. Talking about him using the Sticky. third person again. But yeah, it just sometimes it doesn't work for me just because I've become so used to dry dogging it. But having said that, uh, long-term effects, I haven't noticed any. I haven't noticed any chafing or anything. But I also don't do it too many times a day. But I do, I do know that that can be a risk, which is why if I'm going to do it multiple times a day, I will use lubrication or whatever but if it's just or whatever or whatever <laughs> hand soap whatever i can find uh but if it's just at the end of the night it's just me and i'm about to go to bed i don't i don't find luber or, or, or lotion or whatever i'll just do it and go to bed so we're gonna amend it to be zach jarvis wholesome soft hands <laughs> yep something like wholesome that. soft hands <laughs> Somehow he masturbates and doesn't tear his dick to shreds. Yay. Good. That's awesome. Is saliva a safe lubricant when masturbating? If so, is there ever a condition in which saliva is not a good lube? I've never used saliva for masturbation. I feel like I wouldn't really lubricate my hand for very long. I mean, I'm not sure. I've never tried it, as I said. But I just don't, I feel like after a while I would just be back to dry dogging it just with clammy hands. <laughs> The visuals for this are amazing. <laughs> How much lube should I use? Uh, not too much, because if you get too much in your hands, then it is just a, it's a fucking mess. Yeah, it's just everywhere, and then you, it's there's there's no traction anymore. And you your can't dick really has grip commentary, it. right? You said something. Yeah, yeah, he's down there going like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> are we taking a bath?" Uh, it's just that comedy thing. I talk about my dick in the third person constantly, so I do it personally now as well that's good um does he have a name just that guy oh okay oh that guy <laughs> so i can talk about him in, in person with other people and they don't really know what i'm talking about oh that guy the other night he was giving me some trouble well earlier you said we have to hurry up <laughs> well, that was the what? first time it was me and me and my me and my boner the first time and i i was kind of detached from my boner at that point because I really d- still didn't understand what it was, but it was the first time I was going to do it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna get through this, <laughs> me and you, bud." <laughs> oh, is this is building into a larger conversation about how you should communicate with your genitals? I advise it. <laughs> I think it's great. I feel like mine's just Joe Pesci from the Lethal Weapon movies. He's just really loud, and kind of abrasive, but at the end of the at the end of the day, he makes the movies better. <laughs> Sometimes I just talk and just see where I end up. I think mine is uh, Halle Berry from X Men. From X Men, mm-hmm. Storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's much better than Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon. Well, they're both successful actors. No, they are. But like, Joe Pesci is known for being like gangsters that kill people or try to kill children <laughs> in, in kids' movies. Halle Berry saves people. And yeah. his superpowers and is super awesome. 
Well, I, I don't. As far as I know, there's not a movie where she tries to murder a child while robbing their parents' home. There's no Home Alone with Halle Berry. There should be though. I'd watch that movie. Yeah, me too. Why can't they do a remake of that? Reboot Home Alone expanded universe movies. Yeah, <laughs> sounds so fun. Someone has got a good idea, and it's gonna we're gonna lose a lot of money on it. <laughs> Is coconut oil safe for vaginas? I don't know if I can talk about that one. Okay, I'll give you another one. What other materials are okay to use with human genital contact? What materials? Mm-hmm. So when you say the, you know, lubricants or whatever. <laughs> lubricants or whatever. Um, I use a, I've used a lot of, like, uh, hand lotion. That That's pretty good. Maybe that's why you don't like masturbating with lube, because you use lotion. We need to hook you up with legitimate stuff. No, I no, stuff, I, I know, I've got legitimate stuff. Oh, okay. But when when, when, it's, when you're in a pinch mm-hmm. and uh, you don't have lube around, lotion lotion works. It okay. does the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but lubricant is probably the best. Again, I haven't like I haven't used. I, I dry dog it most of the time, so I don't know how to. I don't know what to, else to tell you to use. I've never tried coconut oil. It sounds like it could be fun though. Yeah. Uh, I should try it out. I'll go and buy a, an ass- assessment of assortment of oils. Um, yeah, do some explanations podcast research. Yeah. Okay, good. I'll check back in at your next comedy <laughs> show when I see you. How the oils go, Zach? What are some ways to make it feel different? Ways to make it feel different. Um, I feel like, well, the position you do it can always help. If you're, like, doing it laying down, sitting up, standing up, uh, in the shower, um... Just kind of exploring different ways of doing it, I guess. If you're using lotion or not using lotion, I feel like there's a there's a lot of ways you can kind of and using toys, using uh, back massagers or whatever <laughs> to get off. You know, um, I feel like I, I feel like there's a lot of ways you can make it feel different. But also, I don't I don't I don't often explore them because again, I just use it as a sleep remedy to help me go to bed at the end of the night. It's just part of the routine. You brush your teeth get in bed and you masturbate uh but where do you uh, are you masturbating to ejaculation yes where do you put the semen uh i usually it usually ends up on my stomach and then i clean it up oh you clean it up you don't rub it in no i clean it up okay i never thought of rubbing it in i wasn't taught that put it you can put it on your face (laughs) do whatever you know nice moisturizer do whatever i want with it yeah okay I mean, I'll tell you about how that goes next time too. <laughs> I hope your your whole comedy set is just to answer my questions. I've been doing a lot of weird things with my semen lately. <laughs> is it possible to tease oneself? Uh, yes, it is. Because sometimes, uh, I mean, it's happened to me a few times where I don't do it in the middle of the day very often because this can happen. But you uh, you're starting to get into it and stuff. And suddenly you have to go somewhere. Somebody calls or whatever, and then you give your you almost give your case yourself a case of blue balls. Yeah. And or you'll like, like this will happen sometimes when I'm when I'm watching pornography. I won't like what I'm seeing, so I kind of start scrolling through and trying to find something, and that in essence is teasing me because then I'm going down again, and it's like, and then sometimes I can't get back up. It was like all the excitement was there, and now my body is like, well, you blew it. Yeah. You just had to find the right video. You just had to. That last video was perfect. <laughs> last video, you we had it, and you just had to skip to the next video. Uh, totally possible to tease yourself. I've done it multiple times, and it's, it can be frustrating because you're like, "How am I doing this to myself? Like, I'm still here. I'm still, I'm still wanting to work. 
But Edge play. O- old Joe Pesci down there isn't isn't a fan. Edge play, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have some friends that are really into edge play. Wait, which which edge play are you talking about? I guess my, my friend edging that, versus yeah, edge play. Uh, edging. Excuse me. He will bring them himself up to the point where he almost is about to ejaculate, and mm-hmm. he'll try to keep himself there as long as he can, or he'll stop and then bring it back. And he he likes he likes that, and it makes See? it uh, it makes it a longer pr- uh, process for him, so he can enjoy it longer. Again, you know so much more about your friends' masturbation lifestyles than I do. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like being a comedian, a lot of people are much more open with you about things because I'm really open about a lot of stuff on stage. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to personal lives with friends, they feel like they can be more open with me because they've heard me upstairs, up on stage talking about masturbation or my colonoscopy or whatever, things that most people wouldn't talk about with anybody. So I feel like if, I can, if I'm comfortable talking on, talk about it on stage, they're comfortable enough to talk about it with me in person. Zach, I'm a sexologist. <laughs> Should be a comedian. Burn my sex life online all the time. <laughs> yeah, maybe one of these days. I have a few more questions for you. All right. Is it normal for someone unaccustomed to self play to get absolutely to the edge of an orgasm and then the pleasure to just stop? Yes, you answered that. Mm-hmm. I really feel dirty and gross when I masturbate. How do I change this? Uh, I, I, I feel that way sometimes too. At the end of the. At the end of uh, masturbation, I'll feel kind of uh, gross and stuff. Um, I think it just kind of comes down to the way you're doing it. And also just I think a lot of that comes from my own guilt and anxiety around it that I had when I was younger. Sometimes it just kind of creeps back in for a moment. I think it just kind of comes down to realizing it's a natural part, mm-hmm. uh, a, a natural thing to do. It's just like it's just like sneezing. Like A lot of people sneeze and then they just throw the, na- like the tissue away or whatever. They don't go, oh, my God. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever done. <laughs> That's just horrible. Um, but uh, uh, masturbation, just because it comes from a different part of your body, doesn't mean that it's disgusting. Like every time you go to the bathroom, do you look in the toilet and go, oh my God, what filthy human being am I? I think we just need to think of it in that, in that way. We do a lot of things with our body. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of fluids come out of our body. And it feels like uh, semen or uh, whatever whatever comes out when you're masturbating, uh, whatever fluids comes out, that's deemed disgusting where every other part of your body, everything else that comes out of your body, you're just like, oh, well, I peed today. Yeah. Going to go flush that down the toilet and be done with it now. It's just another part of your body. It's just another fluid. That's we got, such we got a lots of fluids. Beautiful sentiment. You're the perfect person to talk to about this. Well done, <laughs> you. Um, how do I get more comfortable? F- okay, well, this says, how do you get more comfortable fingering yourself? I don't finger myself. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I did have an ex that wasn't interested if I was interested in that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've never tried it. And she was like, well, maybe we'll try it sometime. And we never did. But I'm not opposed to it, mm-hmm. but I've just never done it. And I feel like, I don't know, I have a very complicated conversation, relationship with my, my rectum. Yeah. Because uh, he has lots of problems. <laughs> Is this a different he? Oh, my he? God. <laughs> you have- all my body parts are different different things. They all We're all here together. If you have questions for them, I'll, I'll let you know what they have to say. Okay. Uh, oh my God! I, why do I keep doing that? I like it. Does anybody else do that? Do when your they hands talk? have? 
No, they're my hands. Okay, so it's just you, your groin. <laughs> just my, my, my groin and my uh, backside. Testicles? No. No, they're just my testicles. Okay. Well, I feel like uh, I, I've had colonoscopies and stuff. So I, whenever I have, whenever I have uh, problems back there, I'm like, I just, I just refer to it as he. So then I feel like it's not my problem; it's his problem. <laughs> like I'm fine, but he's got some things he needs to sort out. Well, it sounds like he's being a real asshole about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't have interest in masturbating. Do you know why this might be? It might just come down to your sex drive, or it just might not be a thing you're interested in. Like I said earlier, um, if you're not interested in masturbation, if that's just something that doesn't appeal to you, that's fine. Just as long as it's a personal choice. Yeah. As long as it doesn't come from somebody else telling you you shouldn't do it. Uh, that's where the problem is. But I feel like it's good to be open with yourself and it's just something you don't want to do. Don't feel the need to do it. I think it's as simple as that. Know what your body wants. If your body doesn't want something, don't do it. You're so gentle and kind with people. You're like, yeah, support here. Personal experience, permission. I feel like I, I've gotten a lot of support to get to this point where I, I've gone to Lambda meetings and totally misunderstood everything. And then I've had really weird things about sex in the past. And a lot of that came from support of my friends and ex-girlfriends uh, and fellow comedians. And it just kind of comes, comes down to now I get to uh, give people support because I've gotten enough. Yeah. I've gotten to a, I've gotten to a good point. So nice of you. I try. Well, I appreciate it. So <laughs> we have two more things to do. Okay. One is kegels. Names, please. Uh, uh, uh. What is that? Kegels are when you clench your pubococcygeus muscles, or the pelvic flooring that holds everything in your groin, your two friends together, okay. and the testicles. Okay. And it helps them decide when to urinate, when to defecate, when to ejaculate, etc. Those okay. are your PCs. And the way you know that you're working them is uh, the clenching that you would do to start or stop urination. Okay. That's a kegel. Okay. So you can do that right now without peeing. Yeah. So we'll do a set of those because okay. we all do them as a group. People who are listening, they get their kegel workout in. It's great. Okay. But then it improves your sex life and your masturbation life. Okay. Okay. Then after that, so while you're trying to focus on your groin, also focus on the sextra credit. So we get to give an assignment to the listeners for something that they can do between now and the next episode. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? Yes. Do you want me to play a clip from you? What? A comedy clip of yours? You could. Do you want me to? Sure. Okay. We'll play a clip. And while that clip is going, and Zach, unless you want to tell a live joke. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I, I feel like I've done a lot of my material. I've talked about Joe Pesci. I've talked about my, my pothole. <laughs> I don't got much left. Running dry. That is not true at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we'll play a clip, and while the clip is playing, we'll do kegels. Does that work? That works for me. Ready? Ready. I, I moved to Missoula, and after I graduated, I kind of taken toll of my life and realized that things haven't gone the way I thought they would. Like this last year, I had to get a colonoscopy, which for those of you that are uh, fortunate enough to not know what that is, let me explain it to you. Um, a friendly man, hopefully a doctor, uh, <laughs> decides that he wants to put a camera up your butt to see what's going on in there. 
And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a fun Saturday. And so he, uh, so, but to do that, like you can't just shove a camera up there. You have to flush the system out. So to flush the system out, they give you something called Go Lightly, which is four gallons of what is essentially drain cleaning fluid. And when I heard the words Go Lightly, like I imagined me like in a sundress, like and standing in a field of sunflowers and my hair just blowing in the wind. Just, and I'd be like, I'm going lightly. Mmm. It's not what it's like. It should be called go hard and go fast because that's what I did for 24 hours. 24 hours. That's how long it takes to flush out the system. And I don't know if any of you have ever gone to bed in fear of pooping yourself. But as I laid myself down to sleep wrapped in five towels, I prayed to God for the first time in a long time and I went, God, if I don't shit myself tonight, I'll go to church next Sunday. I promise I'll go to church next Sunday. I haven't been to church recently, so. All right. So do you have sextra credit? A little homework so you don't forget it. Here's Dr. Dose's sextra credit. Sextra credit. Uh, yes, I do. My sextra credit is to, just like mine, is to go get coconut oil and try it out using your imagination and then trying it out with porn and seeing if it works for both. Okay, so you have coconut oil, yes. masturbation with imagination. Yes. Then a separate session. Yes. Coconut oil, masturbation. With porn. porn. Yes. I like it. And then we'll compare notes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the next time I see you will be when you're on stage. It'll be me on stage with a clipboard. I'll go, okay, <laughs> everybody, I have some stuff we need to talk about. I hope you all brought your homework with you. Yep. We're all going to cheer really loudly for you. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. Thank you for being so entertaining and lovely. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, a what a treat. I'm spoiled right now. <laughs> it's just so great. You're so talented and so kind, and I hope I get to hear how it goes with your your oil and your saliva. <laughs> <laughs> Weaning off the dry dogging it. I'll try. I mean, no need to. You don't have to. <laughs> Just if you want some yeah. backup alternatives, and then your dick will smell like coconuts. I know that's like I think the best part of this whole this whole exchange is my dick will smell like coconuts at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll and all know when you've been he'll, he'll, and he'll feel better about it because I'll smell like coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Zach's masturbated again today. <laughs> Can't wait. He really needs to use less coconut oil. <laughs> Hey, a small amount goes a long way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like that's important to, for me to remember. Yeah. Later, Keep that tonight, in mind later tonight. For your extra credit. Okay. Well, thank you, Zach, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Callie and Cinema Studios, for all of the help with sound and to Complexly for producing this show and to Count Boogie for the jingles and Cora and Paro. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm.